Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 65. Today's podcast is titled, No One Wants Pressure. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Live Network podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and sitting next to me is Sandy Lombardi. And this is your weekly Limitless Live Network podcast, where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life that you were called to lead. And once again, we want to take uh, the beginning of the podcast to thank all of our loyal listeners And we also want to thank you for coming back this week after taking the entire week of Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. off. I hope you all had a great time with your family and friends expressing loads of gratitude. And we just want to express loads of gratitude to you as well as our loyal listeners. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, if you want to share the podcast, be sure to share and uh, subscribe, like, follow, all the things that people do in the internet podcasting world. So let's uh, get on with the show. So today we just uh, came up with a title just about three minutes ago (laughs) called No One Wants Pressure, right? The pressure. And we've kind of extrapolated this podcast off of uh, the recent sermon that we heard at our church. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Okay. That's Sandy's the agreeable one tonight. <laughs> She's like, yep, uh-huh, keep, keep going. You're, you're doing it. We're moving on. Yeah, and uh, a great, great message uh, by Pastor John Camp this week. Um, and um, yeah, so it, it makes me think about a lot of things got me really thinking, and that's a good message if it really gets you thinking. So mm-hmm. um, not only do you do you walk away with some um, inspiration, but uh, some just good reality, good reality and truth. So I'm uh, pretty excited about that. So our points are, are going to go pretty quick tonight, I think. What do you think, Sandy? Is it going to go quick? Well, we have a lot to share on each one, I think. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So our, our first point that we're going to talk about is is life itself is a refining process. Mm-hmm. What do we mean by that? Well, we know we'll all have troubles and things that will come up that will challenge us, right? Mm-hmm. And so that is an opportunity for us to be refined and um, to become more like Christ. Yeah, that's that's for sure. And I think of a couple of different uh, thoughts when I think of a refining process. There's lots of ways to refine things, right? Mm-hmm. So you're you're really taking out the undesirable things and leaving the most desirable things. So they, they refine sugar, they refine wheat, right? And what happens to sugar when they refine it? What is it? What what happens to the color of sugar? What happens to the color of flour when it, it gets refined? White or pure. Right? Yeah, it becomes more more white, more mm-hmm. pure. Exactly. So I, I think of like um, you know, the 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 process of refining uh, of, of lots of things, but a diamond requires pressure, mm-hmm. right, in order for it to be, you know, formed from coal into a diamond. Right. So, And one of the points that Pastor made that stuck with me was that when God allows things to refine us, 
he removes something of us and replaces it with something of God. Mm. Like it's not always a takeaway, like a refining, we might think of only as the takeaway side, the negative, but there's when God's involved, it's a positive add as well. So like he might take away my anxiety. He may take away my frustration and replace it with peace, you know, like, so that's a beautiful part of the refining and not that it's fun to go through, but, um, there's usually a positive gain on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. That is life. Life is a refining process. So awesome. Um, point number two, problems solve become a testimony of faith, a bedrock to build from. Mm -hmm. So every, problem that you solve, every challenge that you face, that you are triumphant over, it, be, it, becomes, uh, it becomes part of your story and it gives you confidence and it gives you um, security. Mm -hmm. it, it, but to move forward and saying, hey, I once did this. And he told the story of David and Goliath and, and David being this little pipsqueak of a, mm -hmm. a shepherd boy you know, just if you were to look at the size of him and compared to this warrior Goliath, he's just small. But based on his history, he had already slayed the bear. He had already slayed the lion with his slingshot, with his his basically his sling and his stone. Mm -hmm. And so he was prepared because he had this history, this bedrock of triumph. And that's the that's part of our story. And that's you have that too. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I I don't know if there's anybody listening that doesn't have something that you've overcome that has taken taken a little bit to do. Maybe it wasn't quick. Maybe it was a long struggle. But you've overcome things, and that's part of what you can lean upon and say, hey, I did this with the help of God, with faith, and and I can move forward, and, and what else can we accomplish together, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and I think often we, we don't reflect on those things. We have to be intentional and sit and do that because those those small wins that we might even overlook are are tremendous for us to take the next big step mm -hmm. with confidence. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. So uh, that brings us to point number three, three, <laughs> which is uh, what do you do when it happens to you? Mm. I was reflecting on this today myself because I'm been struggling a bit with some physical um, struggles that. You know, it kind of caught me off guard in the last year. I've had um, a, a baker's cyst on the back of my knee that's causing me pain when I walk and was bit by a tick two different times in the last six months and um, looks like I'm dealing with some Lyme symptoms of headaches often. And I had one this morning and it's discouraging, right? And I think I've seen different people posting today of physical ailments that they're dealing with and I know I have a close friend who's dealing with significant um, physical pain. Pete's got trouble with his back from injuring it this weekend. And that can get discouraging, right? But after preparing for this and listening to the sermon again this morning, um, it's all in how we we choose to step through it or walk through it, right? I was listening to the sermon, sitting in a chair with a cup of tea. The house was quiet. And I just thought, how blessed am I? To have this home, this peace, this time to to sit and reflect, and how am I going to handle this dealing with some Lyme issues? Like, is it a time for me to 
learn, have empathy for others? Um, you know, what, what lessons are in it? How will I handle it? Will it be with grace? Will it be with frustration and whining and complaining? <laughs> you know, like, so do I talk to God about it? So all of those things are, I think most of you can relate to that. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because I'm just laughing because, you know, it, it's so easy to go down that road of being frustrated, of complaining, of voicing your dis, dislike for that. And we usually do it to the people that are closest to us, mm-hmm. right? Um, but, as you know, some people air that stuff publicly too. I tend to not want to give a lot of fuel to the problem. And that's, I I don't know if it's just a me thing or if it's just something that I've trained myself to do. Like when I'm, when I'm hurt, sometimes I can't hide it and I don't want to necessarily hide it because I'm not denying that I'm injured. But at the same time, I don't want to let that injury or that whatever it is, whatever ailment you physically may be dealing with, I don't want to let that win the day. Right. Like I know that even though I'm hurt, I still have, you know, maybe my back hurts, but both my feet are great. You know, my, my arms are fine. My hands are great. Right. My, I I got a haircut today. It looks good. Right. So like, I still have hair on my head. My father didn't have hardly any at my age. So, you know, like I've got all these things that really do work. Mm -hmm. And so instead of focusing on the thing that's injured or hurting or bad, like, look at what you do have. You're so blessed, right? Like you have so many wonderful things and, and, you know, what do you do when it happens to you? Well, you never know. You never know what you're going to do until it does happen to you. But if you don't start training on the little things, when the bigger things come, you're not going to be ready for that either. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So, all right. So that brings us to point number four. four. <laughs> <laughs> Which comes first? Faith or understanding? Which comes first? Do you have to figure everything out first and then that's going to build your faith? Is that how it works? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Why are you laughing? Well, I don't know. I mean, don't you have to learn everything about, you know, what faith is? And don't you have to learn, like, the definition of faith? And don't you have to, like, um, you know, have somebody, like, explain all the Bible to you first before you have any type of faith? It's interesting because I originally thought I was less of a believer because I didn't have great understanding and Bible knowledge and someone was arguing Christianity and I thought, gosh, I don't have enough, you know, this is years ago to, to defend it. And there's people who come at it with that discernment and they've got to know every bit. And, and I just like, all oh, I just, I just have faith. I just believe it because it says it in the Bible. And, but now the further I am in my faith, I realize that that's what it's supposed to be. Faith is just in, uh, is in your heart. Faith comes from your heart, where understanding is our mind, right? right? So that will come. Like through faith, now my eyes and my understanding are open more to the word, and I, I do have a deeper understanding, but it's first because of just blind faith. Yeah. I don't say, I don't, I, I don't know if I would call it blind faith, because there's something that else that you saw. There was something you experienced in it's your true. heart, and there's something that... You, there's like a level of trust that is gained. And mm-hmm. it makes me think of, um, you know, my, my new associate doctor that's working with us. You know, he, you know, I, you know, if somebody new, you never really know, you kind of feel each other out, mm-hmm. right? And, 
you're trying to establish some level of evenness or playing field that you can, you know, trust each other to some level. And there's always got to be some give first, right? So, you know, obviously there's a, you give him a salary, you give him a contract, you give him all, you know, give him a job, right? So he's got all these things. And then what is he going to do? He's going to give back, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it's just been so cool because, you know, the more I give, the more he gives. And, and it's, we've developed this wonderful level of trust between the two of us. And I'll tell you, I just so appreciate that. Um, but we didn't know everything, right? We didn't know everything about each other. There's no way you can possibly know everything about someone mm -hmm. to bring them into your fold. So there has to be some level of faith, and that is a level of trust. And you have to trust your heart in those situations. And and um, and then the understanding will come. Mm -hmm. Then 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 the details will be described in more, in more meaning. And and I think that's. Uh, that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then that brings us to point number five, which is your greatest testimony is your refining, mm -hmm. which I really like this one mm -hmm. because it kind of made sense to us as we were driving back from church on Sunday. And I said to my, to my wife, Sandy, here, I said, Sandy, you know, her like story of how we became Christians was is really kind of lame. <laughs> how we chose to follow Jesus was really kind of like not like that exciting to listen to. It wasn't some amazing magical thing that happened. It was a matter of just, you know, we knew there was a void that needed to be filled and and we had this faith and this love that that uh we just said, you know what, I want to be a part of that because it, you know, it's just, it feels right. Mm -hmm. And over the years, you described it, right? It's been, it's been a walk. It's been a journey and it's still being refined. Right. It's, yeah, it's not a, it wasn't a, a one-time experience. Wasn't this wow, huge transformation. But I think back and wow, the transformation over 20 years is incredible, you know, but it's a, it's a long process. Yeah. It's been more than 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, right. but but it, but that's that's the amazing thing is is that it's a process of refinement. And I can't imagine. I can, I mean I can kind of imagine but in 20 more years mm -hmm. what is going to be stripped away and what is it going to be replaced with mm -hmm. in that process. Mm -hmm. And then for people that knew us then and that come in contact to us come in contact with us later what kind of a story that will tell, mm -hmm. you know? And that's really what I know that everybody has a testimony. You may not think you have a testimony, but your testimony is your life and it's how you're walking it out. And I just want to encourage each and every one of you to embrace the refining process. Allow yourself to be, I guess, submit, mm -hmm. to sub be submissive enough to be refined. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know I... I, again, I go back to Dr. Tim. I appreciate his willingness to allow me to teach him some things that I've learned over the years. Yeah, I was commenting to you yesterday. We had a team training at the office, and I said, you know, he's just an ideal combination. He has a lot of experience in life. Like, he's not fresh out of college. He's been in a career, and he has a lot of experience with people and relationships. So he could have come to us with a lot of already... Uh, ego. Ego. Or, yeah, like I, I already know all this, but he's so eager to learn new things and from from Pete and, and add and contribute. And 
it's just a wonderful combination to have someone who doesn't think they know it all yet. And, um, and wanting, you know, the give and take and it's been phenomenal. Yeah. It really has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you want to add to the, uh, the testimony side of things? Anything? Uh, I have so many thoughts, but I think, um, you know, be the light in your community, uh, keep working on your testimony and it doesn't have, it's not that we're, we have to speak it. It's that we live it, you know? And so I think that was an encouragement this week at church was our world needs that right now in every circle that you're in, be the positive, encouraging, um, example. Mm. And, um, I think of our son, Nate, uh, this came to me. Um, you know, he's had a lot of refining, haven't we all? But, um, he and his wife, Sam had a pretty difficult, um, labor, um, like 40 hours. It was very, very challenging. And, um, but he, I, I was just cool how God can use things. He is now in as interning and, um, had a patient come in, a pregnant mom, and she was, uh, anxious about her upcoming birth. And the experience Nate had gave him confidence to speak into this new mom and he shared his, you know, what his wife went through and how he was there helping her and witnessing her just digging deep with inside herself and finding the strength to to get through and push through that final part. And um, and he said to the woman, "I'm going to pray that you find that inner strength." And I thought he never could have offered that had he not just gone through that refining. And and it shows you how God is preparing you for the next thing He has ahead of you. And, um, so that was really cool to, to see. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Th- the next thing ahead is certainly not always what you think it's going to be. Right. You know, that's, that is, uh, that's, that's played out many a times, mm-hmm. you know, what you, what your intentions are for your future isn't always what God has intended for you. So embrace the process. And mm-hmm. I think that's everything, right? Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, that's all for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. Be sure to tune in each and every week to stay connected, be inspired, and keep moving toward your best life by stripping away your limitations. We'll see you next week. 